You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chompacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Half hour. Hello and welcome to Half Hour, an entertainment podcast through Two Worlds Entertainment. I'm Richie Grass, Artistic Director. And I'm Jeff Malone, Executive Director. Welcome to our weekly recap on the theater and music industry news and events of the past week. We're here at the last uh, Friday podcast of June, Friday, June 25th. We made it another month. Another month. We're <laughs> at the end of Pride Month, entering Pride Weekend here in New York, entering the official start of summer here uh, a few days ago, and kind of getting ready for July and all the exciting things. And with exciting new seasons become ex- you know exciting new updates in the industry, right? There's a lot, yeah. actually, we have a lot of little things to talk about today that are all over the place with the industry, which is kind of cool that we got to kind of talk yeah, about different things. Things are things. happening. Things are happening. <laughs> so we're going to bop right over to you first. Where are we going first in the music world? We'll do a little spotlight today on Doja Cat because she released a new album today. This is her third album effort uh, called Planet Her. Hmm. Uh, And along with her new album today, she dropped a new music video for You Write with that features uh the weekend yeah yeah so we checked out the music video it's a little fun and futuristic and um, a little different and exciting and yeah she's she's finding her footing and her finding her ground she's got i mean to have three albums out in this short period of time i think is pretty cool i definitely think she's come a long way since we've saw that moo music oh yeah right that was that seems like ages (laughs) ago when something that you thought was just like a little trend fad or something like that yeah Um, she's really i think she if you look at her career and you see like oh moo which was something that was viral and then like was that clearly planned for her to you know take off and start a career from that you know it's interesting i think um uh right now seeing this music video was great. I haven't listened to the full album today, so I'm definitely going to listen to that after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But I'm excited to see that. I didn't even know she was dropping a new album, so I just wanted to highlight, like, hey, Doja Cat is here again. She had a lot of TikTok fame right before the pandemic. It was, like, starting to blow up, and now her career has really launched into something successful. It's interesting how, like, I feel like in the industry, there's so many, like... It's a lot of work to release an album, you know, as mm-hmm. as we know, working in the industry and, and all the, you know, the time and money and energy it takes to really put that together. So for, I think sometimes I worry that like the general audience of the world, oh, they just released another album. Like, when's the next one? Like, oh, yeah, they're just going to release one. I feel like well, I wish we tr- music in general now. It's like- yeah, it's quick. It, everything's quick, quick, quick. It used to be like, oh, someone's going, we, they haven't had an album. They're recording it. Oh, now it's, oh, they. 
in three months it's coming. The buildup and the hype seems to be like, well, now I wonder if the world now just expects new music at the drop of a hat. And I, I wonder what your like, opinion is on it. I don't know if our generation necessarily wants a new album every – I mean – or new music in general, I'm saying. When new music comes out, it seems to be very yeah, quick. And that's, that's great. But that's where, like, I think artists kind of need to start making decisions. Like, hey, do I just release single after single after single? Mm. And then I don't have to feed a new album every couple right, of months. Right. And, like, the, the music has more long... Well, not that it has more longevity, but, like, hey, if you release a single once a month... Guess what? That's almost the same amount of tracks as a, an album. Yeah, right, right. And right. in the meantime, you could be working on another album. Right. Or the music videos or doing a tour of it. Yeah, exactly. Right, instead of just being like, hey, I dropped an album, listen to the music, yeah. and guess what? Uh-huh. If it flops, it flops. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. so, hey, I, I love when uh, she she was probably due for a new album. Though, yeah, of I course. Know, because right. she released this album probably uh, the last album in 2019. Yeah, okay. So, so right, right. yeah, she was definitely due for a new right. one. And I'm excited to hear it. I yeah, think the music talented. video was cool. Yeah. She's doing this whole futuristic, yeah. alienistic. Which, uh, which I feel like, thing. yeah, I feel like that's happening with some people, like this futuristic Dua yeah. Lipa kind of did that futuristic kind of thing. So yeah, we'll see what's, you know, it's Gaga kind of trendy. Ariana and like, yeah. you know, me, the chromatica. Yeah. So it's cool. All right. Nice. So cool. Um, speaking of new music, popping over to staying in the music world, but kind of heading over to Broadway, we have Jennifer Nettles' new album oh, yes. came out and we just listened to it this morning and oh my gosh, just blown away. The name of the album is called Always Like New. Um, the Grammy winning country star dives deep into her love of musical theater. Um, I'm not sure if some of you knew this, but she made her Broadway debut as Roxy Hart in Chicago in 2015. Mm. Um, she's done Broadway before. She's got some Grammys under her belt. She's really, really talented. I've always kind of really liked her voice, but it kind of took this album for me to really appreciate her because, I mean, I've always appreciated her sound. I've heard her stuff. It does it not that it took Broadway for me to appreciate her, but in a way I was like, let's see, is this going to be like, basic Broadway and some of the songs are like you see the titles like okay everyone does this song but some of them are like oh anyone can whistle like yes Yes. or like some of this beautiful stuff and it's all this bluegrass country most of it anyway is this really really awesome stuff and I just fell in love with it by listening. I'm going to be listening to it a lot more. I'm really, I want to know your opinion in a second, but what I would say is she has such a great tone, a great range, her presence. She's gorgeous. Her sound is gorgeous. I, my favorite track is by far, Oh, what a beautiful morning. The video is stunning. It's, it's a reimagination of Broadway for those of you who don't know or haven't listened yet. It's Mm -hmm. just taking these standards, even some Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen. It's not just old stuff and really just reimagining, reworking, as you know, we, we do some reworking in two worlds world. So to hear someone reworking older stuff, it's just like you would think the song was written yesterday. And I'm I'm just blown away. I think she's so talented. And I love, love, I, love this album. I totally agree with you. First of all, her voice is amazing. Yeah, stunning. I love it. I, I didn't even know she was releasing this either. So when you told me about it, I was like, oh, wait, we have to listen yeah. to it. Yeah. We have to talk about it. Um, and we watched the music video for, Oh, what a beautiful morning. And just, Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah. Having the gospel choir there with her too, just like in this grassy area, it was just stunning. And I love, 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 love the fact that we're reimagining Broadway here because sometimes Mm -hmm. we see things and it's like, Ooh, no, that really, really, really didn't work. And now it's like, 
just taking the twist and really putting your own spin on it. Like, I could listen to this on the radio and not even know that it was a Broadway track. Right. And I think what also, I have to give a shout out to her team and her mm-hmm. instrumentalists and her producers and her engineers. Because when you listen to, like, Tomorrow, for example, that's another track. And, I'm, and we're giving a lot of spoilers away here, everyone. So you might want to listen to Always Like New, the new album, before you listen <laughs> further. But you... Usually done on tomorrow. It's a little campy and musical theatery. Right. And this was like that piano. Like, who is doing that? Who is sitting there creating this beautiful instrumental underneath it? Because we all know the words, we all know the melody, but it a lot of this came down to that gospel choir in some of the songs, the instrumentation in some of the songs. It totally transforms oh, a song yeah. just by having an arranger, an orchestrator, and you're taking like you're taking like Roger Hammerstein, Stephen and so- Stephen Sondheim, Pasek and Paul. You're taking these like huge names who who wrote something at the time that was really important, and now you're you're you have the job of being like, I want to do something different, but I don't want to strip the emotion of the song. I don't want to strip away, and I don't get any vibe that anything is right. stripped away. If anything, this is just gear different, and her voice just soars. Like, can she be doing movie musicals? Like, why are we not seeing her like? Like, could she be in the Wicked movie? I don't know. Like, could she be... Like, we have a lot of movie musicals coming up. Mm. I don't know. Let's get her going. She is gorgeous and talented and belting and... Or at least least in a Broadway show or Maybe she could be a Mama Rose. Oh, maybe. Or maybe she could just... Maybe... I mean, maybe she can go to Broadway again. I mean, she did it not that long ago. I wish I knew. Like, I didn't even realize who she was in 2015. Isn't that sad? Well, we're not very big in the country. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, I mean, other than Dolly, I mean, country, uh, to me, area, it's like so Dolly. I'm sure you know some of the yeah. tracks that she's uh, been on, but yeah, um, no, I mean, listen, I think this was great. I, I, I really hope the album is successful. Everyone, just you know what it is? It's one of those like it's Friday, it's five thirty. You're ready, getting ready to have dinner, and you're gonna like sit down and like relax with the throw the album on in the background, like just it. enjoy. It doesn't have to be like you know, but just throw it on in the car when you're driving somewhere. Like it's just beautiful. I, I was really, really. And especially really because too, it's like some of these tracks are like the bigger tracks. It's not they're not lesser known tracks. No, no, no. The titles are. I mean, most of the titles too are all pretty big yeah. songs from musical. There's a Hamilton song in there, um, so I'm really, really impressed. And, and yeah. she she said um, uh, she said I wrote a lot of material for, for it over the. Oh, she's talking about music like. As for upcoming, sorry, as for upcoming theatrical pursuits, she's working on musicalizing the life of Julia Tofana, a 17th century Italian slow poisoner famed for helping fellow women kill their husbands. Uh-huh. So she she's said, I, that into a musical. yeah, she's musicalizing the life. And she said, I wrote a lot of material uh, for it over yeah. the pandemic. I thought she was doing Yeah, she's like doing that, a musical yeah. too about this. I didn't even know this person existed, 17th century Italian slow poisoner. Um, she said, she's quoted as saying, I quote, I wrote a lot of material for it over the pandemic, Nettle says, and it was an absolute escape into another world out of the madness and fear in which we were living and into someone else's, which is way more fun than your own. So speaking of that, I can't wait to see what, people bring out of this pandemic because we yeah have people have had to have written things. oh yeah oh so yeah yeah and that. there we go so jennifer nettles yeah. way to go we love you totally. good luck to you all right moving so forward we're, we're gonna go over to britney spears land uh-huh. Ooh, um, yes yes because you know we we did a podcast on framing britney spears a while back and um recently britney just had were she did a virtual um hearing in court about this conservatorship. So a lot of things came out and we finally got to hear from Britney Spears mm. and oof. Yeah. Sad. It's very sad. Um, I wanted to bring it up again though, just to bring everyone up to date. I'm sure most of you have already heard from it, but like the things that she was saying on there, it's just sad to really talk about it. But like, I actually want to talk more about her and her statement she made on Instagram yesterday because 
I think that's more important. But I feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I think she was the one that she she wanted to say sorry to her and her fans for making it seem like her life was perfect. Mm. And she used Instagram as an outlet to tell everyone that she's okay. Yes. Yeah. And I get that. It's but, escapism. And that's kind of what everyone does on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we all just post about... Various degrees, though. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. I mean, we're all not dealing with what she's dealing with. Right. But I'm just saying that she wanted to apologize to us. But I think it's it's kind of the opposite. I think every, we all want to apologize to her mm. for not being there and fighting for her as well. You know, she is someone who's been with us for a very long time in this pop world. And to see what her family is doing to her and what the courts are doing to her. It's like, this is a human. Yeah. This is really a human. And who knows if she's ever going to want to entertain anymore after this. But the bigger part is like, this needs to end. Right. Well, that's what it needs to end. She needs to figure out what she is able to do. Once, hopefully, this ends soon. Mm-hmm. And I think, and she knows, I think, too, that she just needs to get her personal life on track. Yeah. We we as fans can't be sitting here saying, when's the next concert? Yeah. That's the last thing on her mind. And it might especially not knowing, be for a long time. But especially knowing, we don't even know if she wanted to do right. the last three albums yeah. that she did. Yeah, and the residency in Vegas and all that. Who knows? Right. You we know? don't, she was forced. Yeah. So it's a very sticky situation, very yeah. messy, very sad. And she's only 39. So yeah. many people think like, you know, she's been around since she was so young. You'd think she's already in her 40s. She's not even 40 years old yet. She has a whole life to live. Yeah. So, so very sad. Just let's let's, let's free Britney. Let's free pray Britney. for her, please, because this is very sad. And then let's hope for justice there for, for her, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. New Broadway show announced this week. Like, I, you know, we keep hearing about all those shows that were paused returning, but we haven't heard too much about the new shows because I feel mm-hmm. like new shows are going to wait until the Chicago's and the Wicked's and the Hamilton's open first. And those are planning for like next spring, next Tony season. But there is a new show coming for a limited engagement um, on Broadway this fall. It's Douglas Lyons Chicken and Biscuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's making its Broadway premiere this fall in September 23rd at Circle in the Square Theater. Opening night is set for October 10th and tickets are now on sale. It's going to start Tony nominee Norm Lewis. Um, we've seen him in Porgy and Bess, The Phantom of the Opera. We're going to have stage and screen favorite Michael Urie from Torch Song, Ugly Betty, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's going to only run until January 2nd. Um, and Z- uh, I hope I'm saying this right, Zalion Levingston is going to direct it. And that will be the youngest black director in Broadway history at 27 years old. Wow. Really cool stuff there. Additional casting is going to come out later, but just so you all know, it's set at a family funeral. (laughs) And Chicken and Biscuits follows Bonetta and Beverly as they attempt to put their sisterly differences aside to bury their father, Bernard. All is relatively well until it's revealed that Bernard had not just two daughters, but three. <gasps> dun dun dun! I love <laughs> drama like that. Well, it says it's a comedy, so I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Chicken and biscuits. What a cool title! Like yeah. super cool. Um, I don't know much else about it. I'm just reading because the circle and square is. As I read this, is wait a second. David Mamet's American Buffalo is supposed to go there, but I think that's moved now. Um, into spring of 2022, so they're going to do okay. this in the meantime. Everything shuffling around. Everything shuffling I'm around. For this, uh, you and I, we. 
we see plays, but I always want to see more. So yeah, I, I'm actually really like, intrigued by a lot of the plays that are coming. Yeah. And this is definitely one of them. So And this is like, and it's a comedy and um, I, I'm, I'm reading a lot of it from the Playbill article, but you can go check out the Playbill article to hear more. But limited engagement. Circle in the Square is a great theater. Last time we were there, we saw the revival of Oklahoma. We loved it. I think it's a really cool transformative mm-hmm. space. Um, and I love it. And Norm Lewis is great. Michael, Michael Urey in Torch Song was outstanding. We yes. saw that revival a few years ago. So, hey, go have fun doing a comedy for a few months on Broadway in a small theater and right. let's get theater going Why again, not? you know? We'll Chicken and biscuits. We'll Norm, Lewis. Norm Lewis was just in no, He was in Pose. Right? He was just in Pose, yes, uh, in <laughs> one episode there. Um, and like I said, Michael Urie toward song. And a lot of people know him from Ugly Betty. Yeah. Um, cool stuff. Right. There we go. Um, in honor of Pride Month, um, guess what just started last night? RuPaul's Drag Race, Star Trek, All Stars, Engines, All Stars on Paramount Plus, new platform for the yes. show to be on. Yes. We thought we would try something a little new and do a little roundup of uh, Drag Race, All Stars. Yeah, two and episodes. S- and see if we like it, because maybe we'll add this to our. Yeah, Friday, if you all like um, that we talk podcast. about RuPaul, we'll talk about it for a few minutes. If you like it, kind of comment and give us some feedback. Obviously, say, we'll give spoilers, but. Yeah. Yes, don't if you didn't watch those first two episodes yet on Paramount Plus that came out yesterday, Thursday, June twenty fourth. Make sure you go check them out. Yeah, skip the next five minutes. <laughs> uh, but uh, so we have some queens returning, some that we're very familiar with, others not so much, not so much because they weren't on the show very long, and others that are just you know they were on the last couple of seasons. So we have four queens from season eleven. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, one from twelve. Just jam. Yep. Jam. There's a few from five or six. One from two, season two. Season I mean, two. We have um, two trans queens. We on, do. Uh, this yep. season. We have. Which is great. Yep. We I have, love seeing the trans representation. A lot of representation in diversity, in body um, positive imagery yes. and, and, and body positivity, I should say. Um with the queens with that. So yeah, like a re I think one of the most diverse casts I've ever seen of Definitely. people put together um, in terms of all gender orientation and looks and everything. So, so let's first and race talk. and yeah. all that good stuff. So. Uh, my initial thought is the all-star uh, caliber is a little interesting to me mm. because all-stars used to be like really, I think it was more fan favorite than it yeah. was actually being all-stars. We have some, you know, big names in here. Um, but it, it's interesting. I'm, I, the format's getting a little dry for me. Okay. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, uh, well, it's the same. We're in All-Star 6 now. Yes. It's been going on a while. I mean, there is a rumor that, um, the next All-Stars will be an international All-Stars, which I think would totally add some, I, hopefully by then everyone's able to travel again to one yeah. location to film. That's where I think you could have some really cool cultures, to, adding a culture diversity right. in well, as well. Right, well, if you're picking someone from UK and Canada and Down Under right. and Thailand right. and in Spain right. and America, yeah, it, yeah you it know. It could be cool. Yeah. Maybe that'll change it up for you a little bit. Yeah, if you're the, thinking the meeting of the queens. Yeah. But it's like, it's kind of same format. Um, maybe we're just like, Every we used to get breaks in between RuPaul. Yeah, they're just nonstop now. And it's now it's right like up. even during the pandemic, it's been one. Right Down up. Under just finished. Before that was UK or the the season thirteen, then UK. Yeah. But now Canada. But now right, but because now we'll have this, and then right after this, they're going to be getting ready to do UK three. They yeah, just sent just did a teaser for, so, and then they're. I'm and guess sure, what's going to be filming season fourteen, and I'm not, and then Canada two, and and Down Under two. I mean, it's just going to yeah, be not going to whine about. No, it, yeah, but, it's good, good TV. We like it. We love but the queens. It, I guess the production is getting a little interesting for me because this judging 
this season, the judging on Down Under, the judging on UK season two, the judging on season 13, it's all getting a little like questionable. <laughs> for me, definitely. I'm watching this and I'm like, I don't know if we're just playing the safe card all the time where it's like, oh, we have to put one queen of this, one queen of this, one queen of this in the top. Then, you know, the not so great queens are in the bottom. It's a little overproduced for me. Mm. When we first started watching the show, and not that we watched the show for very long because really we binge the whole thing in, in the, the last two Year, years. One or two years, right. Yeah, yeah, we finally... So we're used, more yeah. RuPaul'd out than most of you right, because right. we we've caught up over a many, many, many We years. started in fall of 2019 and then right. <laughs> we finished. Right. Well, we're, we're caught up completely. So um, it was really raw and real in the beginning and you really got some not overproduced backstory of the queens. You you watch them become friends. You saw them make outfits all the time. Right. They didn't really... I'm sure they knew ahead of time like what the um, categories were that they were going to be doing the runway, but now it's like, oh, look, I have a lot of money, so I can bring this whole wardrobe. And then you get a queen that doesn't maybe have a lot of money, and then they're like... Oh, look at this. Well, in the very and beginning, like, it was about queens coming together, and no one knew anyone, and it was, yes. the industry wasn't saturated with many – that's great that there's many drag queens all over. but and, and you met, and you were like – and it was just like, hey, we're all in the same playing field. And now it's a little bit of like, well, I'm new. Well, I'm old. Yeah. Well, I know everyone here. Well, I know no one here. And it's a right. mix of that. So, And I'm be- overthinking the game, yeah, and I'm doing yeah. this, and I'm doing that. Anyway, it's nice to see some of these queens come back. I do have some fan. Uh, I do have yeah. Who are your favorites? favorites? Yeah, who are they? Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely leading towards Scarlet Envy. Mm, really I'm, talented. The looks was, that she's turning yeah, out. Yeah, I love her aesthetic too. I love the like Jessica Rabbit angry Scarlet. That's yeah. the way she paints herself. Uh, it's nice to see Jan back. I was I didn't know how quick Jan should come back. Yeah, but, she's um, working it well. But yeah. she's definitely working it. I was like the looks that she also turned out. Also her singing. Bravo. Really great. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. I really like Ginger Minge. I think she's really she's been here now quite a few seasons. She's really talented. She's got she she owns it. Mm-hmm. She owns her look. She owns her comedy. I, I, I think she's really talented. I yeah. do. I, I really like her too. And I love I, I do really like the lip sync assassin thing. I loved seeing Brooklyn back on the, the, the stage and I loved seeing Coco. Yeah, Coco's those, great. But those are like queens that I want to be yeah, on All Stars yeah, yeah, again yeah. too because uh-huh. some of those are those are like the real fan favorites. Yes, like yes. Coco. We're like, just bring back Coco and Alyssa. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, is Alyssa Edwards coming back to uh, lip sync at some point? She's so you great know, too. And Brooklyn, obviously Brooklyn does Canada's Drag Race so like to actually leave and film the show is probably tight if the, the sections are at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But, but there's um, a, listen, there's a huge following. They are they did announce they are bringing the RuPaul live back to Vegas this August, so that yes. show is coming back. It's it's an international thing now, yeah. and I always watch the show. In every new season, I always say, "Well, Ru doesn't age, so I, I mean, he'll <laughs> be doing this for another million years." But also, like, because RuPaul just turned sixty, I think he's almost sixty-one now. So, like, fantastic. But you know, I always it always sits in the background. I'm like, when does he stop? If if he stops soon, you know, and who takes over? And I don't know. He's been doing it a long time. Maybe yeah. it's probably a great gig for him. He loves it. He probably loves it. He clear. He's traveling the world doing it now. So clearly, he loves it. I just uh, be interesting to see how. I mean, the show is just going to keep going. Keeps getting Emmys. I mean, it's it's just great. So it's great, great TV. Um, one other thing, I don't understand in the first episode during the review talent show, like why everyone knows there's a talent show on All Stars every season. Why, why are half of them? Why are we lip syncing to our own songs? Yeah. 
And yeah. why are we forgetting the words? Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, to me, it's like, yeah, I mean, that's their talent, I guess. All of you know, the queens that actually did something, you even had Silky playing the piano, and like, hey, it may not have been great, but that was more talented than getting up there and lip-syncing yeah. to a track. Yeah. You had Jan singing, you had Scarlett doing something with Bubbles, which was pretty cool, yeah. and you had... Raja make a dress. Yeah, that's that was talent. cool. That was cool that's, too. Raja's great. That's yeah, yeah. She definitely looks like a front one runner yeah. in this competition mm, as for well. For sure, for um, sure. She's definitely coming back with a different attitude than yeah. how she was on her season. Yeah. So I'm happy to see that. For but, sure. You know, RuPaul's fun. Yeah, we're, we're always going to watch it. Yeah, even so though we'll complain we've about been it. We're going to once in a while <laughs> on the podcast. If y'all like to hear about RuPaul, a lot of famous RuPaul fans out there who yes. like theater and music. So. So it's that time for some quick fire. Quick fire time. Yeah, where are we going first with quick fire on um, your list? Let's go this one. Scooter Braun, who um, bought Taylor's catalog from Big Machine Records, finally comes out to talk about his feelings on the whole situation. And you know what? It seems like a half-assed uh, little comment that he made about this. But he basically says that he offered to sell her catalog back to her and wanted it to go under NDA, but her team refused. Just seems sketchy. Who knows? It's a, become a he says, she says game now. And the fact is, Scooter bought the catalog. It was a business deal. He doesn't really care about anyone's feelings, even though he says he does. And for me, it's like, why are you doing this now? Are you doing this because she announced that the Red Taylor's version is coming out in November and she was a little catty and did it on your birthday? I mean, <laughs> well, I think every time she keeps release, re-releasing this music and re-recording it, I should say, it's, it's another um, knife dig deeper yeah. into the wound. And so he's probably like, all right, at this point, now we're like... It's not like it was something from – it keeps going. Oh, he's, and it, guess it's what? It keeps going and it keeps going. It will keep going. So he's probably sitting there saying, let, no, let me just make a statement. And it was a statement that, yeah, like it was clearly – all right, dude. Like we, you And know, it's going to keep going because yeah. you want to know what? After Red, she has four more albums that she's recording. And after next year, Reputation gets added to that. It's hard for me to believe – four album mix because – that's when it's up. So. It, yeah, it's hard for me to believe these. Like, I've reached out to her a few times, and she refused. And then I, 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 I've had a few nice conversations. It's kind of a little like head in the clouds. Like, dude, wh what do you mean? Like, we tried. It sounds like it was a lot worse than we kind of sort of tried. But so, he, but this really is the thing. Like Taylor obviously wants to do it her way, and he wanted to do right. It his so way. that's it. That's so it. Guess what? Yes, you may have reached out to her, but yeah. You didn't want to play yeah. her a game. Well, it's cool and that she's she doing this. running the show. It, yeah, and it's cool that she's doing this because it takes a lot of money and a lot of time and mm -hmm. a lot of energy to do this. Um, and I've never heard of anybody doing anything to this extent like this. So. And you know what? More power to her because, yes, there are probably also many artists out there that have many unreleased tracks that, hey, it's really cool to re-record your old albums, put a new twist on it, and also release all the tracks that were supposed to be mm -hmm. on it. So I'm super excited. We're getting a 30-track album yeah, in November. Yeah, yeah, wild. And, and maybe something it. maybe something before that, you know, because November's right. a long time away. And so. I love me some Taylor. And even you right now. You you love Mr. Perfect. Yeah, Fine. I love that a song, song that was never released. Yeah, was taken off the album. And I, there I it do is. love that song. Yes, there you go. Good. Um, all right, quick fire time. Moving through the last few minutes here. Um, as we know, Broadway's returning in the fall, but one Broadway show is returning this summer, meaning tomorrow shows begin. Um, and this is 
Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. It's called Springsteen on Broadway. It's his one-man show. It is Bruce Springsteen himself. Mm -hmm. um, he's doing a limited run. Um, it, he was very successful in 2017, 2018 when he did this show. Um, he is going oh, he's to... he's been doing it that long. Yeah, he did a long time, and then yeah. he closed. So now it's at the St. James Theater, um, and his opening... A portion of the sales of opening night are going to some wonderful charities, which is really, really great. Um, and there's some designers involved. It is basically a one man show. Um, you do need to be fully required to provide proof of full COVID-19 vaccination in order to enter the theater. Um, so that is something if you all want to head over there this summer. But this is the first type of show to return. Yeah. You don't have a full ensemble. You don't have a full orchestra. You just have him on stage doing his thing. Um, and yes, it is not a, it is not a like Tina Turner where, no, it, like it's like the story of right. Tina. No, this is like him. He is actually doing his show in his one man show, a stool, a glass of water, his guitar. And that's cool. He's telling stories of his life. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know that he's turning 72 years old in September. Wow. So he has quite a lot of history there and stories to tell. And if you're a Bruce Springsteen fan and you're, if you're a Bruce Springsteen fan and you want to go back to theater, you're like, mm, I don't know. I don't want to wait that long. Go to this because like, why not try something out like this? I think they're separating people, spreading them out in the theater, things like that. I think, uh, and it goes till September 4th. So if you want to go check that out at St. James theater in New York city, Bruce Springsteen's doing his thing over the St. James theater. So there we go. And that's basically all the Broadway news right now. We're waiting for rehearsals <laughs> to start. We're waiting for shows to open again. we got a few more months to go. Guess We're, what? We it's, are a great, it's a great test um, to see people back in the Broadway theaters. You know? Oh, yeah. Because this is probably not the only show that's going to require everyone to be COVID vaxxed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what those see rules it. are sure in September, the what the policies are. Yeah. You know, but... All right, yeah, last so, but not least. And then we have one more announcement. The Spice Girls announced that for the 25th anniversary of Wannabe. Wow, we're old. Wow. <laughs> um, they are releasing Wannabe 25 EP. It's mm. going to feature the original Wannabe track. It's going to feature a Junior Vazquez remix, the demo version of Wannabe, and a new ballad called Feed Your Love. Yeah, that sounds like that'll be cool. When is this coming? Soon. It's in July. In July. July okay. 9th, oh, great. So very soon. Cool. It'll be a so, summer bop. Wow. That's great. Um, they were touring, and right. I think they were supposed to come to America. Yeah, they were COVID. touring the, the UK, and um, now, before COVID, and they were doing it without Victoria Beckham, Posh Spice, but they are now maybe going to go back on tour. There we go. That's what everyone wants. Yeah, I think so. so Especially release, here in America. release the EP, see how the music does. Maybe they'll release some more music after that. But, you know, they all love their solo careers and their solo yeah, endeavors. Yeah. But, yeah, it's excited. But exciting. Yeah, Yay. Yeah, so. That was a big roundup and... <gasps> Oh, yeah, there we go. And perfect timing because we just got through our rapid fire there. And it is time to go. There's the chime. So we thank you all so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Music. Leave us a review if you love what you heard today. And we also want you to join in on our conversation, engage with us. Like we said earlier, if you like hearing things like RuPaul, if you like hearing the Broadway music stuff we're talking about, head on over, leave us a comment there. We yes. love, And it's at our Instagram, at Two Worlds End, which is at T-W-O-W. O-R-L-D-S-E-N-T. Head on over there to Instagram and comment on the latest post about this podcast episode because we'd love to hear from you. So next time we talk to y'all, it'll be July. Mm -hmm. um, so we, until then, we hope you enjoy the rest of Pride Month, the rest of this awesome month of June. Enjoy the weather. School's out for the summer for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, good stuff. We hope you enjoyed today. So Definitely. until next time, I'm Richie. And I'm Jeff. Signing off for now. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.